Welcome to Good Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy. Got to get him a shirt here once shirt. again for a good conversation. Yeah. The tiny table, the big room, all big room, those things. Table. I feel like you know I got to shorten this thing. I'm tired of saying this long spiel. Yeah, that, that's the reason our podcast is so long. Yeah. Your intro. <laughs> My intro is about five <laughs> minutes of the first podcast. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, when you do stuff like this, you find out that you have like nervous ticks. I'm always messing with my mic. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just a nervous tick. I'm mm. like, you know, I need to do something with my hands. So <laughs> you said you were going to start drinking your coffee like when I did. My oh, yeah. Show, so yeah. 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 You've already changed. This is so cool, guys. This is a cool. If you ever want to come on the podcast, let us know. Oh, we're doing open invitations. We, today. Yeah. You know, well, because other than Mr. Parker, a lot of our invitations have fallen flat. So, <laughs> OK, you know, so this is a broad the, if you want to come on the good talk. Yeah. Submit your application. Yeah, absolutely. Send it's got to uh, go through a level 10 security check to make yeah. sure you're qualified to come on and give uh, us what you want to talk about. Yeah. Why do you feel like you should be on the good talk mm. or just, you know, I don't, you know, we don't really have any qualifications. <laughs> why, why do you deserve a spot at the tiny table? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I, I want to talk to anybody though. Yeah. You know, I feel Honestly. like we could talk to anyone and have a good time. We would love so. to. Yeah. So yeah. just, if you want to come on, let us know. So well, what are see we you on the next today? one. <laughs> That's it for today. That's amazing, Cody. Yeah. So uh, uh, we love you guys. Uh, <laughs> thanks for your support and we'll see you next time on the good talk. Oh uh, yeah. What are we talking about today? So Twitter's the thing. <laughs> So just like you did last time Twitter's with Florida's a thing. A thing. Uh, Florida's crazy. Twitter's kind of crazy, too. Twitter, Twitter is crazy. <laughs> I don't really use Twitter anymore. Um, uh, I, I feel like Twitter's like one of those things where it's like I feel like like I just have to tweet something and like I don't like that. You know, like similar like Snapchat. Like I feel like I'm supposed to snap something if I, if I feel like I'm, I have to and I don't like that. The I don't, pressure. There's the pressure. Like when <laughs> someone snaps me, like am I supposed to snap back? Yeah. If someone tweets at me, do Bro, I, I have been, to tweet I back? I haven't been on Snapchat. Yeah. The, uh, is, I posted something on Twitter two days ago for the first time since 2017. <laughs> I don't think I've posted. Okay, well technically like my Instagram uh, was linked amazing. to my Twitter for a long time. So it probably looks really? like every time that I post on Instagram, it would just like send it to Twitter as well. Huh. So it's possible. Yeah. It's possible that like I've been tweeting for like three years now. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't logged into my Twitter uh, in probably amazing. about three years. So I what I posted on Twitter on Monday was I don't care who owns it. I hate this platform. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't like Twitter, uh, man. It's a maybe I'll start platform. using it again. Should we start tweeting again? Uh, who tweets though? That's the, who actually to. tweets. I, don't I think only to. famous the whole people. World. I think only famous people <laughs> no. do it. Everybody is on Twitter, man. That's everybody is on Twitter. Okay. Here's the thing. Let us know if you're on Twitter. I need to know. If and you're on Twitter, I need to know. That's a good call. And you know what? I'm going to actually ask students tonight. They don't know this because we're filming on a Wednesday and they don't know what day it is when they watch it. But I'm going to ask students tonight. I want to know who uses I don't think any students do. I don't think so. They're all on Snapchat and TikTok. I don't think any students yeah. use Twitter. There's I think a, Twitter's become like... And even Instagram. There's probably... I, I think a lot of our students have Instagram, but I don't know that they actually use it. Yeah, Instagram's getting... A, Instagram and uh, Facebook, surprisingly, is getting a lot of more younger traffic. Yeah. I've gotten some friend requests in the last couple of months from a lot of teenagers and young adults which is interesting but i think twitter is everybody who used to be on myspace yeah (laughs) has moved to the twitter platform twitter's getting uh uh, like the older like 30 and up people i think are like on twitter now yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I here's my problem with Twitter. I never it, it's confusing. Like once you get past the original tweet, I can't understand. And it has nothing to do with age because it's been this way for 15 years with me and Twitter. You know what I mean? I, has it been I, out for 15 I, years? Well, I don't know. When was Twitter made? I don't understand. Probably 2008. What I'm saying is from my start on Twitter, I never understood how Twitter Twitter worked. Mm. It's always been a confusing platform. Like mm. on Facebook, like you can clearly see the thread and yeah, you know yeah. what what is what and what's sure. part of a conversation and what's not a part yeah, of a conversation. Yeah. In Twitter, it all gets real muddy for me. I'm like, even when I go to a thread and I'm scrolling through it, it's like they throw random stuff in the middle of it. And I'm just like, I'm so confused right now. And I know everyone's probably like, what is he talking about? Well, because I think, trust me, I think Twitter confusing. was, it was originally Twitter. meant to just be a, a tweet. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was limited to 140 like a, characters. Yeah, it's just like a simple, quick thing. And then now it's like, people are trying to <laughs> make it bigger and like have more to say. And yeah, so and what the problem is, is like, they still have a character limitation yeah so then somebody will do like five tweets in a row mm -hmm. and it's like the same right. conversation it's just confusing man it's yeah. like if you're gonna post something that's longer than 140 tweets just do it on facebook <laughs> you know what i mean if that's you're what you're supposed to use facebook for the <laughs> yeah. long stuff yes leave, leave <laughs> or start Twitter a blog and, like you know what i mean <laughs> honestly bro honestly uh, i was so so I I got back onto Twitter because I I, I kind of wanted to watch this dumpster fire. You know what I mean? Elon <laughs> Musk owns it now. Apparently, it was amazing. It's uh, wild. I kept seeing. I don't know if they're real or not, but he was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna delete it. <laughs> and then like I saw one where he's like, uh, he's like, I'm coming for Facebook next. <laughs> Elon Musk. I'm 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 as serious as I can be. Do it, bro. Delete the, it. The world would be so much better without some of these platforms. It would be so it would funny. Be so much better. What? Well, but like uh, someone in that position to have uh, a. Uh, the ability and the resources to buy it for $44 billion and yeah. he just hit delete. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the biggest, like, the biggest what? troll move in the history. That would be incredible. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. <laughs> the other social platforms would love it. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, because they'd have to go to them, but it's yeah. just... <laughs> Well, obviously, he's not going to do that. No, he's invested he's, no, now. He's, he's got to get a return it. on that money that he spent. I don't even understand how that works. Is he making payments? <laughs> is this like a car payment or is this like a lump sum check? I don't know. You know what I mean? That's crazy. I don't know, dude. I didn't even know that. I mean, I know that there's a lot of money in the world, but I just, I can't even fathom <clears throat> yeah. 44 bill. Like, to me, like, it's that, that, that doesn't even actually exist. Sometimes I even wonder, does money even actually exist? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh... Like, if I go to the bank today, and I don't have, I have money, but I don't have a lot of money, but I feel like they don't even have that money in the bank right now. I don't they don't even they have do. that they money in the bank. sell it out. It's so weird, like, the way the whole world is set up, man. I don't understand it. Like, <laughs> you get a house loan, and then they sell it to, like, five other banks. Immediately. It's just crazy, man. I don't I, uh. It's just wild, anyways. All right, so here, look, here's the deal. Here so is this the whole deal. this whole purchase of Twitter thing. Everybody's freaking out, and I got a couple things to say. I'm curious why they're freaking. I don't know. You, yeah, go ahead. You got they things. they say that Elon Musk having the reins of it. So there's ultimately two sides of the argument. One side is yay, free speech is back, mm -hmm. and the other side is uh, <laughs> this argument I don't really get because if you've been on Twitter for any length of time you understand it is like the most toxic bullying negative yeah. platform in the history of the world so i don't understand why people think that's going to get worse <laughs> under elon musk it's not like it was a friendly place to begin right. with you know what i mean no I've, social media I've is seen some, very friendly anyway that's true <laughs> i've seen some really mean stuff from all people yeah every side on, of the aisle on twitter every nook and cranny <laughs> so i wanted to bring up this scripture because i just feel like this would solve so many problems if everybody it's amazing if everybody would just live by the word of god 
<laughs> Everyone would just do it. <laughs> There's two general rules in the Word of God that would fix everything, right? Rule number one, do as to others as you would like sure. done unto you. Like if we could just live by that singular, simple rule, how much better would the world be? You right. know what I mean? Uh, you know, treat everyone as the way you want to be treated. So if you don't want people talking crap about you, don't talk crap about people. You know what I mean? If you don't want to be bullied, then don't bully. It's like a very simple rule. And everyone would just follow that yeah. rule, that God-given instruction. And then this one. This would solve all of our Twitter problems. The Twitter Ready? problems. Yeah. <laughs> Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. <laughs> Done. That's it. That's Done. That's it. Let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. I don't... Why is this hard? Cody, tell me why it's hard. I don't know why it's hard, man. I, I, I feel like because people don't actually love people. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I don't... I, I guess, like, I don't understand. Everyone says it, and that's something that's really big right now, is everyone's like, love, love. Like, we should we should love everyone, and, and we should walk in love, but it's like, do you actually love them? And uh, we were at a meeting last night, you know, between uh, some of like the elders, deacons of the church. Elders. (laughs) The elders. (laughs) That makes us sound so crazy. Uh, We don't wear like cloaks or anything like that. (laughs) There's a lot of candles. society. (laughs) We come in in robes and... Anyway, uh, but you know, it's in Romans 12 where it was talking about like, don't just pretend to love people, but actually love people. And And to me, it's like, I think if people started to really look at individuals and start to recognize like this is another human being. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. like this is actually someone that that has feelings and um you know a personality and a family and a life like yeah. and start to recognize like oh this is like someone that is capable of being loved and should be loved i feel like if we all were able to recognize that we would treat each other better yeah especially on a place like twitter and all other social media platforms we don't really think about the person on the other side yeah and i think that's why it's easy to be toxic because you're it's really quick to be like i'll just shoot something mean off and i don't really have to feel the repercussions of it yeah did you see the news about Mike Tyson punching that guy in the face on the airplane? No. Do you know who Mike Tyson is? I do know who Mike Tyson is. Well, apparently there was a guy talking trash on an airplane, and Mike Tyson just got up out of his seat and just laid into him like a little bit. Like talking trash to Mike Tyson? Yes, or, oh. which I don't know why you would do that. But Mike, I would say that. That's not a smart guy. But Mike Tyson's comment after he got arrested and everything was great. He said social media has got everybody too comfortable with talking crap and not Mm. getting punched in the face for it. I mean, that's true. It's not wrong. And that's true. And I think that is why people are... (laughs) So great. Because they don't feel like they have to feel the repercussions There's no accountability. Yeah, there's no uh, effect. You know what I mean? You know, there always has a cause and effect or whatever. Is that the right order? I don't know. There's nothing that... They don't feel like it's going to come back to them. Right. But it does. It does. And it might not be immediate, but eventually it will. There always is a price. Here's a problem I have, and uh, we're going to talk about it. Um, talk about it. So a lot of the uproar about Elon Musk buying Twitter is is everybody's like, there's going to be no rules. It's going to be a jungle out here. You know what I mean? Anything goes. He's not going to ban anyone. He's bringing back President Trump. He's bringing because there's a lot of banned sure, accounts, yeah. and everybody's nervous that he's going to bring back all these accounts, and that there's not going to be any regulations, and you can just say whatever you want to say. And my problem with that is, why do you need Twitter to regulate what you say? Why can't you just regulate what you say? Yeah. Why do you need big tech? 
or why do you need the government to regulate what you can and cannot say? Why don't you yeah. just regulate what you say? Why don't you? One of the fruits of the spirit that we see in Galatians, it talks about self-control. Right. You know what I mean? And I just don't understand it. It's like, because I've got on Twitter, like I said, I'm just watching the dumpster fire. Right. Just scrolling <laughs> through the trending, and it's great. It's very entertaining. But at the same time, the outcry by so many people that we need regulations. We need regulations. The government has to make sure that people don't say anything toxic. And Elon Musk and Twitter needs to regulate. And Facebook needs to regulate. And I'm just thinking, why do you need someone else to hold you accountable? Mm. Why can't you just hold yourself accountable? Yeah. Why can't you regulate what you type on the internet? Yeah. Why can't you? Why do you need some entity like the government or big tech to regulate you? Why don't you just walk in self-control and not say anything toxic yeah. and not not bully online and not bully in person and not be mean? And why why don't you really be sincere and loving yeah. others and treating others? Why do you need someone to mandate this for you and regulate this for you? I'm just so confused by it. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand it either. And and I think that if people would actually take it upon themselves, hopefully it would start to ripple effect and it's like okay he can do that i I can do that and i think that that's something that we should all strive to do is let's let's just focus on me who cares what if that guy's being toxic i don't need to be toxic there's no reason for me to join in the toxicity let me just work on me and let me put some peace over here let me be a a kind voice over here Mm -hmm. let me be a light over here don't worry about that mess over there yeah that's i don't want to add to that junk and that's another scripture that we looked at last night was work hard at keeping the peace yeah like i think we need to be light bearers Mm -hmm. Even on these platforms, you know, yeah. we, we always talk about doing stuff in person and, you know, at school and at work, but also on social media. We need to be light bearers on social media. We should get right in the middle of toxicity if we see like our friends tweeting and saying stuff. Yeah. And it's bad. Get right in the middle of it and be like, dude, just post a scripture. Don't even like rebuke them or correct them. Just post a scripture and like just be some sort of change on these platforms. I just, I just, I, I don't think people really understand how hurtful some of the things they say can actually be. And I don't want us to fall in the trap of that. But at the same time, I don't think it's necessary for someone to regulate that. Regulate yourself. Mm -hmm. And this goes far beyond social media. How you conduct yourself at at your home. Regulate yourself. Mm -hmm. How you conduct yourself in the classroom and how you respect the teacher and how you respect your peers. And even with yourself, respect yourself. You know what I mean? (laughs) Do better for yourself. Do better for yourself. And we need to get... Because this is what I feel like we've gotten to in this point. It's like always, and even I'm dealing with this with my children, it's not always someone else's fault. Mm -hmm. You know, like one of my children did something the other day, and so we took away uh, their tablet, and they were like, you took away my tablet. And I was like, whoa, 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 let's (laughs) just stop (laughs) right here. You made a poor decision. And because of your poor decision, the inevitable outcome was you were going to lose privileges. Mm. I had nothing to do with this. You know what I mean? This is on you. So take some accountability and understand if you would have just made a better choice, then we would have never been here. So don't blame dad. Right. You know what I mean? Look internally and fix you, Mm -hmm. fix your actions, and then there will be no repercussions, Mm -hmm. right? You'll be continue to enjoy the privileges of this life. But that mentality in my 11-year-old is so worldly, mm-hmm. and we see that all the time when something bad happens to somebody or something they don't like. It's always because of someone right. else. We don't be accountable. They don't ever look inwardly, and mm-hmm. that's so not scriptural, right? It talks about taking the beam out of your own eye. Mm-hmm. So self, you know, we used to right. have a saying in the youth group, you know, work on yourself. If you want to make the world a better place, start with you. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I don't remember exactly how we said it, but yeah, <laughs> if I mean, you want to change the world, change yourself. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Come back. And so I think I think that do, was your favorite quote too. <laughs> like a few said hundred, it all the time. A couple of, uh, episodes ago, you're like, be the change yourself or whatever. <laughs> I see, forgot already. See, but here's the you deal. quoted yourself. You forgot it. I feel like this will come up regularly on the podcast until we actually start changing the world. <laughs> you know, I mean, we've got to start. Uh, and I'm speaking to myself. Absolutely. You know, I, I've started doing it in the drive-thrus, inviting people to church mm. and giving them cards to our church and stuff, just because Jesus needs more influence in this world. Yeah. He needs more influence on Twitter. He needs more. I don't know if saying more influence because he is, he, 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 he's the most influential right. being that's ever yeah. existed. He needs more opportunities to influence mm-hmm. people, I guess is a better way yeah. of saying it. And he wants to use us. Yeah. I think that's the thing is that because God doesn't need us in that way. He wants to use us. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause God's God, you know, God, if God really wanted to, he could do, it himself, but he wants to use people because that's what his design was, was to fellowship and walk with people and use people for his good. And so he wants to use us yeah. to lead people to him. Yeah. And so we should take it upon ourselves to have a good, uh, I guess, grasp of God wants to use me. Yeah. And I said something a couple of weeks ago when I was preaching. I said, get beyond the opportunity over into the obligation. Mm. When God gives you these opportunities to make a difference, don't just see it as an opportunity, but have a sense of obligation. Right. Like, like I, I, have, I have to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, on Twitter, there's many opportunities to say something kind. Mm-hmm. There's many opportunities to do something right. But we need to stop just seeing opportunities, and we need to get into the realm of obligation. Right. I feel obligated yeah, yeah. to post a scripture. I feel obligated to say something nice. I feel obligated to be light. Mm. I feel obligated to be the difference in the world. I feel obligated to love yeah. one another. I feel obligated to let no corrupt speech. Yeah. And Because when we feel obligated, what does that do? That puts the responsibility on us right. to make the difference. And you almost got to see it as like, uh, like this is, like I mean, you just said it, responsibility. It's like the same way you're expected to do your choice. Course, same yeah. way you're expected to go to school, to study, to take your test, or if you work, like, hey, I got to do this to do my job today. Like, this is your job. Yeah. Being a light and helping people and leading people to God and also just being kind and, and extinguishing the toxicity. Like, that's mm. part of your job. Yeah. You know, we should take it seriously in the fact of like, okay, these opportunities are part of my responsibility slash obligations to be a light in this world. Yeah. And so we should take ownership of that. Which brings up another scripture we looked at last night. It said, don't conquer evil by doing evil, mm-hmm. but conquer evil by doing, doing good. good. And I think what we do is, and I'm guilty of it as well, we see an opportunity, and in my mind, I automatically shift that to someone else. Well, mm-hmm. someone else is going to come and take yeah, care of do this. Good here. <laughs> but I think what obligation does is, like you just said, it puts the responsibility on me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's only a good thing because... I think sometimes we underplay how much difference we really can make. And I think we feel like, oh, my one little conversation is not going to turn this guy's life around. But if you start a conversation and maybe it didn't end the way you thought it was going to, hopefully someone else comes along and does a little more work. And then another person is, and eventually that person will be like, dang, a lot of people keep saying the same thing to me. Maybe I should change my behavior or maybe I should go talk to Jesus, you know, whatever. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like a little seed that gets watered and watered and watered and eventually it becomes a tiny little seedling and eventually a tree. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to put a little work in and hopefully you get to see the fruit of the harvest. Don't belittle the difference you can make. Yes. And I think we do that. Well, it's not going to matter. It absolutely does matter. And you need to see it that it does matter, no matter how small it is. Because remember what the Bible says. It says it's the small foxes Mm -hmm. 
that spoil the vine. Mm-hmm. Well, if they if it's the small things that could ruin it, then it's also the small things that can make it great. Right. And we know, like the Bible says, that faith as a mustard seed. Right. I was just thinking about that. It starts out tiny, right? But then it grows into one of the biggest trees Mm -hmm. that produces food and vegetation vegetation and shelter and all these things. And so it may start small, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to stay there. Right. The point is, is I don't think we ever even get to the point of starting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. We never put the seed in the ground. We've got the the, seed, but we just don't do anything with it. (laughs) That's right. We never get it out of us into this world. And so, you know, with this whole... I keep saying it, dumpster fire that's on social media. and, and, and Twitter it's fire. Been, it's been fun to watch, and, and, and only God knows what's going to happen from here <laughs> forward. But I think let's just take some ownership, yeah. and let's take some responsibility, and let's start with us. Yeah, you know, I like that. Start with Cody. Start with Robert. Start with whoever's watching. And don't belittle. Well, we were just talking about it beforehand. You know, <clears throat> like I follow a bunch of people on on Instagram, like uh, Tim Tebow and Pastor Michael Todd, and if you're not careful, man, it just makes you feel like you're not doing anything, right. like, anything <laughs> in life. <laughs> like you're just like, dang, these dudes are doing work. You but know? they started small too. They started small too, and 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 that's why the Bible says comparing ourselves amongst ourselves mm-hmm. is foolish. But I think lots of times we think if we're not making a Tim Tebow difference or yeah. a Pastor Michael Todd difference, then we're not making a difference, and that's just the devil yeah. trying to make us not step out and mm-hmm. do anything. Any change we can implement in this world for Jesus is good. Yeah, and, and so and, true. And any change we implement is big change. Mm-hmm. Anytime we can get some kindness, mm-hmm. some of His love, some of His mercy, some of His patience, some of His justice—all these things that He yeah. is—anytime we can implement that, even in the smallest degree, yeah. into our own lives and the lives of others, we've made a big difference. Yeah, so, and so true. Dis- don't discredit the difference you can make by looking at oh, it's just one person mm-hmm. or it's just one tweet yeah or it's just one thing that one thing like you just said could radically change someone's life and not only that it'll radically change your life yeah because then you'll get in this habit of being positive yeah you'll get in this habit of letting no corrupt sh- corrupt speech coming out of your right. mouth and so if it doesn't affect anyone else it's gonna affect you right it's gonna make you better and it's yeah. gonna make you happier mm-hmm. because now you're gonna have good things coming out of you instead of toxicity and so never underestimate the change you can make regardless of how big or small it is. Amen. Well, get out there, take some responsibility, and speak kindness, do good unto others, yes, and really, do it. really love people. Don't don't really just make it something people. that you say, that Amen. you do. Like, really love people and yes. understand that, that your speech, your actions can mm. make a difference in their lives because you love them, okay? Yeah. Get out there. You get got this. There. We love you guys. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. Bye. I'm going to go tweet about this podcast right now. <laughs>